0: All that is in some. We thank God for what He's doing in our lives just yes, praise His holy and righteous name. We don't get started, but uh, yeah, when I first heard that lyric it, it messed me up. I don't know why, but I'm grateful. And as you begin to think as I read the Bible, I think Job said it best he said even though he slayed me, yet I trust him. That even though I'm going through hell and high water, I still trust him. Even though it seems like everything's in chaos, ain't nothing working out but my favorite. I don't know why, but I'm grateful because I know all things working together for the good of those who love God and call according to his purpose. So when I heard that, I don't know why, but I'm grateful. I thought about even all of when my daughter passed away. I don't know why, but I'm still grateful because you gave me seven months. You didn't have to give me seven months. Her womb didn't have to be touched. So when you change your perspective, you can say, I don't even know why I should be mad. I should be upset I should be crying I should be gave up on God But I don't know why But I'm grateful, amen Anybody here grateful besides me today Grateful that God is still God He reigns on the throne He is good, kind, and merciful We thank God for all that He is doing And continues to do in our lives, amen, amen. Glory to God, amen We thank God for that, for what He's doing Thank you for that awesome praise and worship Give God some praise for Lady Thomas and Shardae I said, uh, uh <laughs> God usually gives me uh, some kind of confirmation for my message for the week And I hadn't got it, but I got it through the song she picked this morning, amen Amen. So God is still good, I love God when he's speaking, amen I love it, I love it, thank you for that song selection It leads right into today, so I'm going to pray for a quick second And we're going to get this party started, alright? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today, O God. We stand here ready, O God, asking you, O God, to have have your way in our hearts and our minds today, Father God. We've come to the conclusion, O God, that we need you, O God. So help us to surrender to your will, your way, and your word. I pray, O God, for every heart, O God, whether it be in person or online, O God, whatever it may be, that our hearts are touched, that our minds are fixed, that our spirits are renewed, that our faith is encouraged, O God. So I pray that today, O God, ask you to bless us in this place, in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Amen. This is when we would do our 15 seconds to share, but we had technical difficulties. Amen. Yes. So we couldn't go online. We're going to play it later, but I think God said, I want people in the house. He said, I ain't gonna let that after work today. Amen. I'm not gonna let that after work. So people can sit there with uh uh what is it, Sister Sheets and uh Pastor Pillow. He said, now nah, you can't sit in that bed comfy today. You wanna watch, you wanna wait till later. You gotta come on out. Cause like you said, I truly believe God is wanting us to get back to worship and that community and coming together because it's strength in numbers, amen. Uh, Hebrews said, do not forsake the assembling of yourself together like some do. And COVID caused us to forsake the assembling because of COVID. But guess what? We go everywhere else. Amen. We in the grocery stores, we in the, we in the sporting arenas, we in the sporting we everywhere else. So how are we not going to come back to the house of God? He done too much for us. Amen. 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 So that was your 15 seconds to share the tag or whatever. Please do it. Uh, y'all can share it later on, later on today when we play it. Amen. But today we're going to be in the book of Genesis. Amen. We're going back to the beginning book of Genesis chapter 22 and it reads as follows. Later, God tasted, tested, excuse me, Abraham, and called to him, Abraham. Yes, here I am. He answered. God said, "Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Go to Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will show you." Uh, we in a new series called Shift. The first message is, "Lord, Shift my worship." Amen. Ooh, Ooh, come on. Lord, Shift. My yes. worship, amen We yes. need our worship to be yes. here today, amen yes. As you sung that song today, Lord I love you, Jesus, I worship and adore you I love you more than anything That hit my heart And it made me think about even the message today Where we gotta get to in our own personal worship Yeah, yeah. So as we embark on a new series I believe, watch this That God wants to bless us individually But if we apply the things that we learn It'll also bless us collectively as well See, God in his sovereignty Supreme rule and infinite wisdom, I believe he never intended for mankind, man, to be stagnant. Yeah, we're his creation, he didn't want us to be stagnant anything. If we look at the first man, Adam, what happened, he created Adam, and he gave him a job in the garden. He said, I need you to till this garden. I need you to keep it and cultivate it. You need to take care of this garden. Then he gave him another job and said, Look here, I need you to name all these animals, Adam. I, I want your mind to continue to grow. I want you to continue to understand. I put purpose in you. Name the animals. And then he upgraded his life and gave him a woman. Amen. Praise God. Amen. He upgraded his life and gave him a woman. Changed everything when he upgraded it. But as I look at things, we grow in God and shift in many areas. Today is about shifting in our worship. As I think about my own personal life, coming to know Christ at about nine, uh, giving my life to Christ and getting baptized at about thirteen, but then rededicating my life at twenty-three. Why? Between thirteen and twenty-three, I did a whole lot of sin, and God was not at the forefront of those parts of my life. And I think to now, to being being a minister after getting saved, to being a pastor and still going on, God has had to shift my worship in every area of my life. There's no way you can stay the same and grow. God got to shift. We got to allow God to shift in our lives. So when we refuse to let him shift, we become stagnant in our lives. So we were talking about Abraham today. Let me give you some backseat because everybody might not know about Abraham. Abraham is a biblical baller all right? Abraham is the first Jew, all right. The Jews are after Abraham, he's a baller In fact, in Genesis 12, God told him, Leave your father's house, go to a place I will show you. First of all, that's the that's why he's the father of faith. Amen. Yeah. God, God, he ain't no God, ain't heard about God. God came to him and said, Leave your father's house, go to somewhere I'm gonna show you. He got up, packed everything, said, Pop something out. I got to roll, I got to go do what God's called me to do He said, I'm going to go, I'm going to have many descendants I'm going to have this life So he leaves, his nephew Lot goes and follows him He leaves, so Abraham is rich And he has all this stock And God says, look here, I'm going to make your descendants As many as the stars I'm going to hook you up, everybody's going to know your name I'm going to take care of you, Abraham So Abraham is this man of of great stature Abraham, in fact, doesn't have any children He has one with, let me say that He had one with uh, Ishmael son Ishmael with Sarah's her servant girl, uh, Ethiopian, he had a baby with an Ethiopian, but then he had a son, Isaac, when he was a hundred. So Isaac is the son of promise. So he has these two kids, one by his wife's servant and one by his wife, Sarah, right? So Isaac's about to get weaned. Uh, he's about to get weaned off the, off the, off the uh, nursing and stuff ishmael begins to mock him he's mad because daddy's showing him some favoritism so sarah gets mad and says look here, you got it. you that slave girl your son gotta go uh i ain't fooling with him no more you gotta go so he has to leave his son they leave now abraham is raising up isaac so abraham is living his life raising up isaac that brings us right here to genesis 22 all right how to give you some backdrop can't show up in the movie and miss the beginning right I, I i hate that i gotta know what's going on right so abraham now look at here god tested him right called him said Abraham. Yes, here I am, Lord. Take your son, your only son, whom you love. Go to Moriah. Sacrifice him. There is a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will show you. See, Abraham is living his best life, y'all. He's blessed. He's rich. He got his money. He got his son he was promised. He's like, yes, God. Hook me up, God. and did everything I asked him to do. I'm loving this. And as soon as he's blessed and comfortable, the test comes. Watch this. Watch this. Complacency compromises our worship. Ooh. Yeah, we gonna learn today. Complacency compromises our worship. Look at, look at, look at. It wasn't that Abraham had never been tested before, right? I read an article called "The Twelve Tests of Abraham." It was pretty good, and it talked about him leaving his father's house was a test. He didn't know who God was. He didn't have to listen or obey, but he left his father's house. Uh, it was a situation he had to separate with his nephew Lot. It was too much crowded, too much confusion between their service and his, so he had to test and separate with Lot. Lot picked the area that looked good. So Lot went that way, but that way was Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. So that's a, that's a lesson in itself. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. Uh, Lot looked out and said, oh, the land was good over here. I'm going to go that way. He said, cool in the game. God said, Abraham, you take that land. I'm going to bless that one. It don't matter what looked better. It matter what God bless." Damn, I hope somebody caught that. Because our human eyes see one thing and that we think this looks good and this is the way but it don't matter. God has to bless it because God can make dry bones live, right? God can make things breathe that are dead, right? God can raise up stuff so it matters what God's blessed. Another one was interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah. He prayed and asked God to bless Sodom and Gomorrah. If it's just a few righteous people here, Lord, will you help them? And God sent an angel to get Lot, his nephew and his family out of there, right? So that was another test. He had a test to choose to lie about his wife. He lied about his wife when he could have told the truth Abraham ain't perfect don't get it twisted mm-hmm. he made some mistakes He lied to them about his wife Tried to tell her about he was his sister Because he didn't want nobody to kill him so he did that too Abraham tithed before the law God blessed him with so much McKessage, This man this priest comes out of nowhere he said look I'm giving you 10% because yeah. God's been too good To me yeah. this is before the law So Abraham had tests before just to name a few But this is his biggest test yet Your son Your only son whom you love, we cannot overlook those words. Your only son, whom you love, I think is also a reference to Jesus. Amen. So Abraham had heard God say this: "Oh, look here! All your descendants are going to live. You're going to be blessed. You're going to have these kids. You and Sarah are going to have children." After many years of praying and believing, remember he's a hundred. His wife is ninety when the child is born. Right? That's a miracle in itself. So after many, many years of this happening, he finally gets what he needs. Now that I have all my needs, am I going through the motions? I believe God to do everything. God got me everything in this. I'm blessed. I got everything that God has me. I'm infatuated with my blessings now. I'm thanking him. But have I got lazy with God? Uh, God saw his worship maybe slip a little bit. You love that son a little much too much. Uh, Have you forgot I gave you that son? Have you forgot that I'm the one that told you who you was going to be? Have you forgot I put that in you? I told you what was going to happen. And Abraham was so infatuated with his blessing. He wasn't willing to sacrifice it on the altar. See, 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 the bigger the sacrifice, the bigger the reward. See, if God is Alpha and Omega, watch this. He sees everything through. He sees the beginning and the end. Yeah. Jesus and Abraham are a starting point to make sure. Look at this. Watch this. Watch this. That you all in. Look at this. Look at this. Early the next morning, 22, 3, and 4. Early the next morning, Abraham saddled his donkey. He took, he, he took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut the wood from the burnt offering He set out for the place God had told him about mm-hmm. Two days later Abraham saw the place in the distance Wow mm-hmm. right. So to begin the process in shifting our worship Watch this It starts with immediate obedience Immediate obedience Abraham didn't take a few days to think about it uh, Let me read it, Did I read it right? Early the next morning yeah. uh, It wasn't a day in between Come on uh, he heard he got the word that night, woke up early the next morning. And he said, Look here, I don't need to pray about it. I can't talk to my wife about it. God told me to do it. My worship shifts when I do what God tells me to do. I don't wait, I go immediately and handle my business. I love this. What has God told us to do that we still ain't done? What has God told us to do I've called you to do this I've purposed this in yeah. you I said for you to go forth and do this And we still haven't done this And everybody is guilty of this Amen From the pulpit to the back door yeah. We have procrastinated When God tried to apply the pressure To get us to the promise And yet we procrastinated What are we doing? We're waiting So if I want God to shift I gotta recognize this Watch this Worship is worth mm. Okay, okay Okay, y'all hear me Okay, okay I'm okay. up okay. okay. yeah. When Abraham yeah. decided to obey the instruction, he got up early the next morning, right? Uh-huh. He got his two donkeys, his servants, and Isaac. He cut wood for the burnt offering and took them on a two-day journey. Uh-huh. So to experience a shift in this season, watch this. You're going to have to cut some wood. Yeah. It ain't going to happen just because you want it to happen. Abraham got up early the next morning. He said, but guess what? I got to put my hands and my feet into my worship. Amen. I got to put some effort into my worship. If my worship is going to shift, I can't sit on my behind. If my worship is going to shift, I can't be complacent. If my worship is going to shift, I can't give God pity pass. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I can't give God a little bit. I got to go above and beyond. Abraham got up early. He got his donkeys. He got his son. And then he begins to cut wood. What is the wood God is telling you to cut? What is it? Genesis 22 and 5 Then Abraham said to his servants You stay here with the donkey While the boy and I go over there We will worship After that we will come back to you I love this I love his confidence in God Amen See in my shift Watch this Everybody can't come with me I'm Trying to help somebody today See we want everybody to come along And in my shift Everybody can't come with me okay okay, okay. I'll give y'all a story. Okay. Be- uh, y- y'all might not know who Benny Siegel is, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, but past listen to all of you. Beanie Siegel he used to rap with Jay Z, right? Mm-hmm. So he was on this thing called Drink Champions. And he began to talk. And they said, Look here, Beanie, uh, uh, how? Did- what happened? Because he fell off, right? What happened? How did you fall off? He said, See, the reason Jay Z's a billionaire and I'm not is because I wanted to bring everybody with me. Mm-hmm. I try to save the whole hood. I try to bring everybody with me. And causing to bring everybody with me is the reason I fell off. Maybe the reason you are fallen off. Maybe the reason your worship ain't where it needs to be is because you're trying to bring people with you that don't need to be with you. Everybody y'all, say, everybody, y'all can't come up here thank y'all. Y'all got the wood here. Y'all got the donkey here. But me and the boy about to go worship. Everybody can't come with me on that next level when I'm about to worship. He said, look, Billy Siegel said this. They said, I understand you can't bring some people. He said, watch this. Some people can't even sit in the car. I can't even They can't even not go in a the place They can't even sit in the car They got to stay all the way back in the neighborhood Because I got to handle business I got to get to where I need to be And we trying to bring people that don't have no sense of God Bring people that don't even want to worship Bring people that ain't on the same level we are or trying to grow And then what do we do? We hinder ourselves Abraham couldn't bring the men with him he said me and the boy are going to worship because there's levels to this. Everybody can't go to heavy level with me. Amen. Whew. Look at this Genesis 22 and 6. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife as the two of them walked together. I love this. I love this. He incorporated his son into worship now. Uh, I need you to carry the wood, boy. I'm a little older now. I'm a hundred plus. You're gonna have to carry the wood now. I cut it up. You're gonna have to carry it, but I carry the rest. So look here. You have to carry the wood up a mountain, but they just lost four hands and four feet. Because yeah. worship is work. We gotta go further than we went before with less people. Yeah. Because we got a bigger promise. God didn't talk to them and tell them what they need to do. God didn't say they was going to have descendants and all this. See, my promise is so big and everybody can't can't come with me. I got to realize it's going to be some hard work. God never said it was going to be easy. He just said it's going to be worth it. Amen. He he never said it's going to be easy. I, I don't believe it's going to be easy, but I just believe it's going to be worth it. So I live my life to love God because worship is work. We miss that. We think worship is, I know they like to paint pictures of heaven and everybody's in clouds and playing harps and ain't nobody doing nothing sitting down. No, you gonna be, we're gonna be praising God in heaven, amen. We're gonna be worshiping him and worship is work. So worship, watch this, worship is also my testimony. Uh, the reason I worship like I do is because of my testimony. Where the song we sing, My Worship is for Real. You don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. See, because you're looking at me crazy, you say, How can they come to church and they shouting? How are they at church and they crying? How are they at church and they're they losing their mind? It's because you don't know my story. My worship is tied to my testimony. I'm losing my mind because God kept my mind. Oh, y'all ain't feeling me today. I'm losing my mind because God kept my mind. He's been that good and that kind to me. So my worship is work. I got to understand that what God has for me is for me. So I lift up his name at all times. Just like I believe, watch this, in deliberate deliverance. I believe we got to be deliberate when God delivers us. But I also believe in the responsibility of the recipients. Which means I got some responsibility in my worship. I don't sit there and play genie in the bottle with God. I know he can do everything, but I guess what? I got to participate in it as well. He's not going to do it just because I want him to do it. He likes to see faith. God moves according to our faith. So it's in my faith. Watch this. Without faith, the Bible says, it is impossible to please him. Amen. So my faith is tied to that. So I got to understand all that. So Abraham is making sure him and his son, I love this, are following God's instructions. He said, look here, we got to go to this mountain. I got to go do what God said do, even though I don't understand it. My heart may be hurting, but I got to do what God said do. Look at this. Uh, Genesis 22 and 7. Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son. Abraham replied, We have the fire and the wood, the boy said, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? See, if I'm going to worship and shift in it, I got to dismiss distractions. I got to dismiss distractions. I love this. The child, watch this, who knows about God through his father. He's seen his father sacrifice things. He's seen his father worship God, but he don't got his own testimony yet. So the shift isn't just about me. The shift is about my children as well. Because they need to see me trusting God. Because they don't have their own testimony. They ain't been through enough. But they know when they see mama and daddy praying. They know when they see us understanding. Thanking God for that we still got lights. That we still got food on our table. And shoes on our back. And clothes on our feet. They understand that. So they don't have their own testimony. So he says, God, daddy, I've seen you do this before. There's always a fire. There's always a wood. But I don't see the sheep. I don't see it he's seen his father do all of this but now he doesn't see the sheep at that moment Abraham could have turned around That's That's at that it. moment his boy said something that could have resonated with him says man my son is the sheep why is God doing this to me I love God I've obeyed him. I've tried to do the best I could. Why is God doing this to me right now? At that moment, we know our baby's tug our heart. Come on, parents. Our kids say the right thing and tug at our heart. It makes the strongest hardest people get soft when the baby said the right thing to you, right? It just hits your heart in such a way. And Abraham sitting there hearing his boy say that, not knowing he the sheep, seems like he would have said, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can go back to God or we can figure it out another way. Let me go bargain with God, right? See if we can figure this with God. It gotta be another way. I got plenty of sheep. How I many you want? A thousand of them? I'll give you a thousand sheep right now, God. I got that. I, tell me what you want. Not my baby boy who I love, right? And Abraham, who I know was faced with that. Uh that he could have what been distracted and dismissed everything that God had said, but instead he prioritized his worship with God. Ooh. Worship has to be a priority. Is worship a priority in our life? is worship something we look forward to is worship something we do even outside of Sunday is worship something we do in our home when we get up in the morning and give God glory just for another day is worship something we do when we're tempted and tested and say God I've obeyed you thank you God for giving me the strength to obey you submit to God resist the devil he flees It is worship something that is part of our life because worship has to be an active part of our life right So look at this look at this I love Abraham's response Genesis 22 and 8 God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, and they both walk together. <laughs> y'all miss y'all shopping that's cool of the game. I love that. He said, look here, uh, I'm going to answer the boy and tell him God going to provide the sheep. I don't know how and I don't know right now, you the sheep, but, but I believe believing God going to provide. Amen. I love that. I love that because this ain't for everybody right there, my God, my God. This ain't for everybody. This is for people watch this that had no clue how it was going to happen but still had confidence in God. I don't, I don't know who that's for, amen. I don't know who that's for, amen. See right there, that's when your shift begins to happen. Watch this. When you can trust God and you can't trace Him. When you can have faith and everybody else see foolishness. That's how you know your worship has shifted when you believe in God for the impossible. Believe God to do more than you can think, more than you can imagine, according to the power that works within you. So I love this. He says, watch this. I can still depend on God, even when people are calling me dumb. Why are you worried about people talking about you? Why are you worried about it? They can't understand your worship is for real. I love this. Abraham is so out. And right there, we're see his worship begin to go to another level. Yeah, like Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, Genesis 22, 9 and 10. When they arrived at the place where God had told them to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood And Abraham picked up the knife To kill his son as a sacrifice Woo. Oh My God, my God. My God. Woo. Yeah. It's getting real now yeah. Shout out to Isaac though well, He's a type of Christ Because how you gonna sit there Anybody try to whoop your kid and they fight back I, don't know. I guess I should be talking about the kids I don't know, I don't know But, but I still old school But, but, but when they lost their mind They try to fight back Don't want to sit still Ripping and running Don't know how to act mean to tell me this boy let his daddy tie him down let him tie him down on the wood a fire about to be going and grab a knife and you don't hear a mumbling word. See, see, Isaac is a type of Christ. You gotta see the Bible how everything pieces together. Jesus was the servant that didn't say a mumbling word. Jesus was the suffering servant. They beat him, they spit on him, they kicked on him. He's the son, and he never said a word. He sat there and took it, took it. So we see Isaac as a type of Christ in the old testament. His obedience and submission to his father. I love this. I love this. But but, but I we gotta look at this: the extreme worship that's about to happen. See, see, when you you are shifting in worship, watch this. You got to be willing to give up the little g's in your life. Ooh, okay, y'all know what little g's are yeah, yeah. when you give up with stream worship. The little g's are the little gods in your life, and we all have little gods, yeah. and sometimes they're little juniors yeah. and little sons and little daughters. Let's just be for real. And we love being parents, right? We love taking care of our children. We love providing. We love all this stuff. And sometimes our children can become little gods in our life. We got to be careful because it is God who gives them to us. God who allows us to raise them. God allowed us to make them, right? So we got to be grateful to God. And we got to be watching out for all these little G's in our life. Yeah, See, the day I start giving in to little G's, is a more and more God dimensions in my life. The more time I give. See, once I give time, because we going to give worship one way or another. We are worshiping, right? I don't care who you are. You ain't got to come to church. Whatever you put, number one priority in your life, you worship. Or whatever you think is the most important thing in your life you worship Because worship is work Worship is time Worship is love Right And we all giving work, time, and love to something Or somebody or something Right So we all know how to worship But the question is Are we worshiping the right thing So I love this He said look here I need extreme worship So he comes He grabs a knife Look at this Genesis 22, 11, and 12 At that moment The angel of the Lord Called to him from heaven Woo. Abraham, Abraham Yes he replied Here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy. The angel said do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. So next watch this. Worship equals obedience. Worship equals obedience. So Abraham... Mind was made up. Didn't know how he was gonna do it. If I'm gonna slice his throat and God gonna stitch it back together, I don't know what about to happen. But but my mind is made up. I got to obey God because God been too good to me. I gotta I gotta do this. I don't know how it's gonna happen. And it's an, at that moment he decided to obey God. Y'all missed it. At this moment he tried to decided to obey God. Watch this. Heaven interfered in his situation. I mean I don't know about y'all. I want heaven to interfere in my situations. Hey, an angel yelled to him he just, You see how your obedience is tied to God Open up doors Your obedience He's decided to do what God said do And the angel said Abraham Abraham don't lay a hand on that boy Don't touch him for now I know you fully obey God You love him that much And maybe God ain't open up the door Because we ain't sure that we love him that much Maybe God ain't gave us the blessing we've been praying for so hard because we ain't sure we love him that much. Maybe God ain't beginning to open that thing up and reveal it to us like it should because we haven't shown him that we love him this much. Why? Because faith isn't faith unless it's tested, right? So because he had to test Abraham, he's seen his faith. Now God began to move like never before. It got to be uncompromising faith. We got to get to a place of unconditional worship. We got to get to a place where heaven interferes in our lives. I need heaven to interfere in my life I got enough hell interfering in my life Amen I got enough demons and devils trying to interfere with my life I got enough snakes and lizards trying to interfere with my life I need heaven To interfere in my life Genesis 22, 13 and 14 I'm almost done y'all Look at this Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram by his thorns in the thicket So he took the ram and sacrificed it in a burnt offering In the place of his son Abraham named the place Yahweh-Yirah, Jehovah-Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use the name as a proverb on the mountain of the Lord that it will provide. My God, my God. Yeah. Okay, we're about to go home in a minute. Uh, uh, look at this. When Abraham and Isaac were walking in obedience, they were unsure, right? They were uncertain. They were even uncomfortable, but they still obeyed. Not sure how anything would plan that. I love this. While they were going up one side of the mountain, God had a ram going up the other side. God's so good. While they were on their way up a mountain, not sure how we're gonna work out. Uncertain, nervous, but said we're gonna obey God no matter what. God already had something brewing in the pot God had a ram walking up the mountain. Not only was this ram walking on the mountain, but then right there, what trips me out is how are you about to sacrifice your son and you don't see the ram. Because he seen it right immediately after, so the ram was caught in the bush because you were so focused on obeying God, you didn't even see it. When you so focused on obeying God, you ain't got time to see what's in your peripherals. I ain't got time to see nothing to the left of me or to the right. I'm walking straight ahead, trying to obey God and get my purpose and get what God has for me and the promise. I ain't got time. He was so focused on obeying God, he didn't even see the ram in the bush. The angel had to say, "Hold up, player! Don't touch him." God will provide. Put a ram in the bush. I love this. I love this. So, so, so he gets the ram in the bush, right? And, and then Abraham sacrifices the ram, and he names that place Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. So, y'all, see, see, y'all, y'all don't get that, amen. Y'all don't know about name changes, right? Okay, see, see, see. When certain things happen in life, the name changes. I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, uh y'all know who Michael Jordan is, right? Okay, when he got to North Carolina as a freshman uh top one of the top freshmen in the country right a bad basketball player right he got there he was mike jordan mike jordan yeah that's why everybody called him mike jordan in north carolina he was mike and it was in 1982 he hit the championship shot to win a championship and the game won a game in the ncaa and then he became michael jordan Uh, He said that day nobody called me Mike no more. They called me Michael Jordan. I hit the game with a shot. My name changed to Michael. And then he got drafted by the Bulls in 83 84, right? And as he's drafted to the Bulls, he's already a dominant player. And because he's so good, they changed his name to Air Jordan. Uh uh, the shoes are named after him. He became Air Jordan because now he dominated the NBA. And then little know as he gets older and older and start winning championships, he just Jordan, amen. 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 And he ain't called the first name. Everybody say Jordan, we know who we talking about. Because of things he done in the past associated his name. All I'm saying is that when we love God and God shows himself up in our life, his name will change your life. He provided he became Jehovah Jireh. When God showed you he's better, you become Jehovah Nisi. When God heals me, he becomes Jehovah Rapha. When God gives me peace becomes Jehovah Shalom. When God comes in my life, his name changes. He's I am that I am. There's no limit to his name. There's no limit to who he is. I gotta let God be God and change my life. And we accept that. And when we let God do that, our worship is gonna shift. Amen. Can we give God some praise in this place? Hallelujah. We thank you, O oh God, for the shift in our worship. We thank you, O oh God, for the shift you are doing in our lives. We thank you, O oh God, right now, Father God. We believe true going to okay. shift us yes. into another realm yes. okay. and in that shift yes. as they sung earlier watch this I love this he made a way mm-hmm. yes. they, they sung that see I understand and it, it, what was sad is sometimes people can't even see the shift that God's making in their life yeah. Yeah. because the shift Abraham's shift wasn't the beginning of it didn't seem like a good shift yeah. he told him to sacrifice his son who he loved See, that that doesn't seem like a good shift. That doesn't seem like something I want to do. But in that shift, Abraham knew God at a whole new level he'd never known him before. Mind you, God had been opening up doors for Abraham. God had allowed his wife to get pregnant. God had made Abraham financially secure. God had gave Abraham land of milk and honey. God had told him his descendants was going to be great. God had told him all this stuff. Yet he still didn't know him as Jehovah Jireh. It was his obedience that led to them. So my prayer today is for anyone here today that God wants to shift you. And the biggest shift we can make, watch this, is into a relationship with his son. That's the first shift. So when we shift into a relationship with Christ and give him our heart and say, God, I acknowledge me. I acknowledge I'm a sinner of God. I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. I believe that you died for me. I believe you rose from the grave. At that point, God can begin to shift in your life. He shifts by giving us his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit begins to produce things in us. And one of the things i noticed that when I allow, when this talk to me personally, my personal testimony, when I allow that shift to happen, my worship changed. i seen him as a different life. So is anybody here today, maybe you don't know Christ, maybe you're not saved, you don't know Christ in the pardon of your sins. I say today, let today be your day. Let your life shift and change in the right direction. God is causing for it to shift, amen, and he wants to change gears in your life, and I'm telling you, if you take one step and you shift, amen, come on, those that drive stick shift, to have those guys, driving a stick shift ain't no ain't no punk, I, I, I tried it a couple of times, it's hard, but what I do know this is that you can't get up in speed until you shift, wow. that you on level one, if you don't shift right, you can't get to the second year, and you can't go past like 20 miles an hour. If you don't shift again, you can't get past 30 miles an hour. You can't you can't get on the highway definitely if you don't know how to shift. And have you ever been behind somebody in a stick shift that don't know how to shift? Woo, they they holding up you ready, I'm sorry. they holding up traffic, cars jumping back and forth, no stability, and that's what our lives look like. when We don't allow God to shift. So if you don't know Christ and the part of your sins today, I say let him shift your life. Or maybe you do know Christ and you say, you know what, I just want to rededicate my life, Pastor. I want to give my life to Christ. I, I, I've shifted out on some things. I, I've shifted away. And now I need to shift back and shift right into position with him. Maybe that's where you were at and you need to be saved. Or you need to rededicate your life or you're just looking for a church home. We would love to have you, Lady Thomas and I. We love people, amen. One thing about us, we love people. We want to see God's best in your life. So whatever it may be, in, in service today or online, I don't know wherever it is, but whatever God puts on your heart, we're here to talk even after service. But I want to, I want you to understand that you got to allow God to shift. He causes walls to fall when the shift. Mm, he performs I mean, that was a miracle we just talked about today. It happened in the shift. Everything we've seen God happen and we've seen God do miraculous things and change the impossible is because people. Allow God to shift in their life. Amen. Let me pray for you. Dear Lord, we thank you, oh God, for being a mountain mover, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for being, oh God, the one who shifts, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that today I believe, oh God, our worship is going to go to another level, oh God. I believe, oh God. That whatever in us, oh God, that might seem stale, oh God, whatever in us that doesn't want to give you all the glory, oh God. We declare today, oh God, that we want to give you more, oh God. We want to give you more of our hearts, more of our time, more of our talent, more of our treasure, more of our minds, more of anything, oh God, that you desire, oh God. Because we've held back for so long, oh God. We've held back and we've allowed the enemy to use it for his and No more, oh God. We are shifting, oh God, into a realm, oh God, spiritually, oh God. We are shifting to a place, oh God, of obedience. We are shifting to a place of, of extreme worship. We are shifting into a place, oh God, of magnifying your name. We are shifting into a place, oh God, of glorifying your name at all times. We believe that, oh God, and we stand on that, oh God. And we stand on your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. amen God some praise, amen, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God, glory to God. thank you, God. All he has done and continues to do. Hallelujah, make it away. But well, it is the first Sunday, amen. And uh, we will go ahead and have communion, amen.